I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and today my guest is Savannah Quello. She is a 2014 graduate of Quincy University and is currently working as an outpatient clinician at Mark Twain Behavioral Health. And in today's episode, we're going to ask Savannah to share the road that led her to a career in mental health field and get her experience as a student participant in our academic symposium. Savannah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So we're going to start with the question I'm sure you've heard a million times. Your dad is the professor <laughs> at QU, Dr. Joe Coelho, professor of biology. And that's, I mean, really your claim to fame, right? Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> that's how I'm known around here. <laughs> so did you ever take any of his classes? Uh, yes, I actually did. I took a couple of his classes. Um, I can't remember the names now, but they were, one went to the Galapagos Islands the other yes. went to Costa Rica, and basically, I was just tired of him having all the fun without me. So um, I I took those, and yes, he was just as tough on me as anyone else, especially because I wasn't even a biology major. So there you go, and yeah. you, you got to go on some pretty exciting uh, class trips there too. Yes, so. it was a lot of fun. Uh, all all part of our experiential learning process here at Quincy University, and it's uh, a pretty cool opportunity. So you graduated with a dual major in history and human services. Did you know when you started college that you were going to go into the mental health field? Um, I didn't really. Um, I actually, during my undergraduate internship for my human services degree, I was doing an internship in Bloomington Normal, and I was doing a lot of pretty rough and heavy casework, which is a lot different than what I do now. So it kind of turned me off to the whole experience, and I thought, uh, I don't know if this is right for me. So during the latter part of my undergraduate undergraduate career, I actually focused more on my history degree. So it's kind of interesting that here I am back in the mental health field. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes uh, it's funny how that stuff works out, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. <laughs> uh, and you speaking of the undergraduate degree, you you earned that uh, in uh, 2014. Correct. And then it came back to QU to get your master's. So what, what led to that decision? Uh, well, basically, the realization that I couldn't be a bartender forever. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a little pressure from my parents as well. You know, um, adulting had kind of hit me in the face. And I was really like thinking, I'm going to need some health care benefits soon. Absolutely. <laughs> so... Um, and also just, you know, the fact that I was really looking for some, you know, deeper purpose and meaning in my life. And um, I felt like I was wasting a little bit of my potential in the fields that I'd studied. So um, that's really what led to the decision. And actually, a local therapist was um, having a glass of wine at the bar I was at. And I kind of was talking with him about, you know, my goals. And he's like, oh, you could totally do it. Like, this is not an issue. You should go for it. And I thought, well, okay. So then I did. So you, you got got a master's degree and you ended up with uh, a position at Mark Twain Behavioral Health. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do there? Sure. Well, I serve as an outpatient clinician. Um, other words, counselor, therapist. Um, I work with individuals dealing with lots of different issues. It could be depression, anxiety, PTSD, all the way to personality disorders. Um, 
I am a trained cognitive behavioral therapist, you know, by trade, but I'm also trained in DBT, which is also dialectical behavioral therapy, or CPT, which is um, cognitive processing therapy. Basically, (laughs) all those big words just mean that I establish therapeutic relationships with people to help them get to a place where they can function, um, be healthy, achieve their goals, and I do that with evidence-based treatment. So tell me, what excites you about working in the mental health field? What, what gets you motivated each day? Uh, well, everyone is different. You're just working with a whole wide range of individuals. Um, it's, it's exciting. You get, <laughs> there's roadblocks, you know. It's not always smooth sailing, so uh, you just never really know what you're going to get. And for me, it's exciting to see that the evidence-based practice that I'm doing is working, and it's measurable, and you can see that. So, you know, science. Yeah, it all, <laughs> all comes, your dad would be happy. It all comes yeah. back to science, right? <laughs> and, and tell me about, you know, getting into this field, um, you know, did you, some of the groundwork was laid when you were at QU, even though you didn't maybe know it. Um, so what can you attribute that, that success, you know, to, to, that you have now back to Quincy University? Sure. Well, um, you know, with my undergraduate internship, it kind of was eye-opening to just the field in general. But doing, you know, my graduate work here, there was a lot of exposure to a lot of different things. You know, my research class and then doing the academic symposium um, just really prepared me for working in the field. Well, I think that's a great segue and a good time to take a break. We're going to be right back with Savannah and talk about her experience with the academic symposium at Quincy University. I'm Matt Bergman, and you're listening to From the Hawk's Nest. The Quincy University Academic Symposium is a showcase for student achievement across our liberal arts curriculum. Each spring, student presenters engage in professional performance and discourse with experts in their field of study, as well as the greater community to disseminate their work. The symposium provides a public forum for academic competition with prizes awarded to a student and their faculty mentor from each department, including graduate studies programs. Visit www.quincy.edu slash academic dash symposium slash to learn more about this exciting event. Welcome back to From the Hawk's Nest. We are chatting today with Savannah Coelho. She is a 2014 grad from Quincy University, and we wanted to talk with her now a little bit about her experience with our academic symposium. And Savannah, you were part of our first academic symposium at QU. Tell me what that was all about and and what it was like to be a part of that. Well, it was a lot of fun. Um, I got to participate in this as part of my graduate research and statistics class. So... um, with going into the counseling field, it wasn't a research project you could really complete because you need actual people to do so. But we did kind of like a, well, this is what it would look like if we did do 
this research. So I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I was excited because I actually presented on something that I'd been through personally, so it meant something a little bit more to me. Um, I did my research on the psychological symptoms of tick-borne disease because in 2017, I was diagnosed with Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. That actually kind of turned my life upside down for a while, so I wanted to do more research into that, Um, and I really got into it. I really like research. Um, You have to do a lot of digging. You have to educate yourself on a lot of things you know, you might not know once you get into the digging part, you know, sure. what's this word mean? Oh, okay. And then that just leads down another rabbit hole. So um, I, I hope that I can still do my own research in the future and maybe continue on with what I started at the academic symposium. So tell me how that experience that you had helped, helped prepare you for your career today. Well, um, sometimes in my field, you really have to think outside the box. It's not, there's no black and white answers. It's actually tons of gray area. (laughs) So when things don't seem to be working as effectively with a client or you're just stumped or you hit a roadblock, this means that, well, research is needed. Research is needed into other techniques or to collaborate with colleagues. Um, You need to search for other interpretations or angles to an approach um, that need exploring and doing the academic symposium just reinforces that. And so what advice would you give to other students, uh, current QU students that might be thinking about whether or not they want to participate in our academic symposium? Oh, absolutely. Just do it because it's going to be, um, groundwork for your future, for anything like you might want to dip your toes in in the future. And you'll always have this huge piece of work that you can go off of later on in life. Plus, you'll know how to do research, which is just like half the battle. And you'll know how to collaborate with other people because say like, I might not be the greatest at statistics, but I'm going to know who I can reach out to to help me with my own research in that area. One of the things I found most interesting is you know, in working here or just, you know, if I didn't work here, if somebody that was just out and about uh, everyday Joe walking down the street that sees Quincy University and, and knows the students are all working hard and studying hard. But the academic symposium is such a great way for the, the average person to be able to see what all is being done in those classes. It's kind of a nice highlight, really, of all of the really things that are happening in all of our classrooms. Oh, absolutely. And the just the different topics and areas of study. I mean, if anything, when you, you do the symposium or if you just go to it, you're going to be so impressed by your fellow students that <laughs> what they've been working so hard on, and you'll probably learn something. So Quincy University has been part of your life for over a decade at least, uh, maybe longer because of your dad's relationship here. Uh, what do you love about your alma mater? Well, I feel really old <laughs> saying <laughs> that, but... Um, definitely QU to me just feels like home. There's something about this place that it's definitely a second home to me. And I tell everyone who asks me about my time at QU, you know, um, this is a place where you really grow into who you are and you figure out who you are. Um, I've spent the, some of the best times of my life here, but there's also been a lot of blood, sweat and tears too. (laughs) So it's a lot of work to be a 
basically professional student for so long. Yes, <laughs> I, I would agree with that. What, what advice can you give to students out there, um, you know, that, that maybe something you know now that you didn't know then for students? Well, I would say um, my advice would be to take any risks you're considering because fear can prevent you from doing a lot of things. And I think with my own experience, I was just really cautious in making a lot of moves. Like we talked about what made me want to go back to graduate school. It took me a while to get there, mostly because I was afraid to take risks. So, you know, I think that that would be my big piece of advice is just jump in and don't be afraid to do it. I think that's I think that's some great advice that uh, that we all can all can take, not just students. Um, when you look at what maybe your most memorable experience on campus was, um, can you can you kind of I know there's probably a lot of things that come to mind. Can you whittle it down to one or two things that w- some highlights from your time here? Hmm. Would K Grace's be <laughs> one of them? <laughs> well, you know we do have a student producer here, so we want to be a little careful. When <laughs> But I, uh, I, th- I think that's a highlight for a lot uh, of people. Um, so I would say at least it's interesting, actually, that you bring that up, because at least with my undergraduate undergraduate degree, my history um, symposium was similar to the academic symposium I did in graduate school, in which I spent all semester doing all this research, and I got to present to other professors and stuff like that. So that's something that really sticks out in my mind as something that was a huge accomplishment for me um, in my undergraduate career. Um, And in graduate school, you know, definitely the academic symposium was one of them. Um, And doing my internship as well, jumping through the hoops and um, working at the VA outpatient clinic here was something that was a big accomplishment, something that really stood out for me as being a student. And, and I'm assuming you probably were involved in some different things here around around campus during your time? Sure, yeah. Um, I was involved in Circle K International, did some stuff there, um, did some stuff with Environmental Club, um, of course. Yes, that, that's <laughs> a requirement sense. when you're a Coelho. Um, I know when I was an undergrad, it was an election year as well. So I was part of a... Um, group that helped organize students to be able to vote on campus by absentee ballots, which I think recently they had a similar group form. So I was part of that first, you know, election group. So there was a lot of things. (laughs) So a lot lot of good memories from your time here. Absolutely. Well, Savannah, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And be sure to tune in next time for another episode of From the Hawk's Nest, where we talk with faculty, staff, alumni, friars, and really learn about their journey at Quincy University. I'm Matt Bergman, and it's always a great day to be a hawk.